This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Radio 92 the game and 92 game.com. Sam and Greg into our second hour. So glad you're with us on this Saturday morning, abbreviated show. And we're hearing a band in the background. I got to find out exactly who that is, well, Greg. Cookman, that's Bethune Cookman. Oh, but, but, of course, Bethune Cookman, of course. Uh, the, uh, Max would give us the folks from Daytona Beach, Florida, uh, giving us back. And that's for a reason. As we get into this segment, we'll tell you why. But go ahead, Greg. Do Ooh, what you do. Nice it's, it's the top of the hour. Good top of the hour. morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in uh, where are we? Locust Grove. Locust Grove. Locust shout Grove. Out, shout out to the people that are Locust Grove. Hope they're having a good morning down that way. Yeah. yeah and and you, you mentioned something a second ago. I was actually waiting to say, and you jumped in. And, and by the way, thank you. Because uh, I was trying to figure out who he was playing, too. But it reminded me, Sam, we're going to give you a, a world class. If you ever go to a broadcasting uh, class, you can learn about teases. And we have one for you right now. Tomorrow is going to be a very special show, a very special Sam and Greg show. And we got to leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to miss it. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. We have a very special Sam and Greg show tomorrow. We're on from 6 until 10. And... That's all we're going to say. Please, 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 not to steal from James, if you get a chance, uh, uh, join us. Actually, I'm, I'm actually thinking about, Sam, putting off the uh, story of the week until tomorrow. We don't normally do that. But for us to give it its due, you know, we got we got some other stuff we got to cover here. I mean, we got stuff. We got Jason Longshore coming up here. We got some more Falcon sound. We got, you know, just, just stuff happening. By the way, I even got, like, the first uh, on the heels of what Max talked about earlier. Gentlemen, did you know on this day dun, 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 was the first international world prize fight? Really? It was. This is. It was chronicled. It was written down. It happened on this day, and it was many, 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 many years ago. I can, I can fact, believe that. Not in eighteen. 
but a 17 Ooh. starting off the year. Wow. 51. It was um, a fight between a dude named Jack Stack, <laughs> who sounds like a detective, like one of them shows. Jack Stack, who was from England, versus a guy named M. Pettit, who was from France. And the fight lasted 29 minutes. Wow. So today. That's a main event. The first recorded international prize fight. So those were 29 minutes nonstop, probably. They, they didn't have no nonstop on there. Maybe I had to stop in Atlanta. I don't know. But it was, it was 29 minutes. Not a straight flight. But, yeah, and it, and it happened in England. Yeah, they probably didn't have any rounds. So, yeah, rounds, yeah, it was just yeah. until someone quit or just got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. What was that they used to say? I mean, Red Fox used to tell a joke talking about back in the day when fights used to go, that dude fought 33 rounds. <laughs> they just let him keep going. So, yeah. um, Mr. Crenshaw, just this past week, uh, not just local stuff going on, but I know you could not wait when we got off the air last Sunday to um, go out there and experience the Atlanta Open. Oh, I'm telling you, it was great. It's, it's been a great week of tennis as we welcome Chris Eubanks back home uh, after the tremendous performance he had at Wimbledon. And, yep, the crowds came out. First of all, it came out Sunday night to see Coco Goff mm-hmm. um, play in her, her exhibition match, which – it's pretty cool, right? Because she's back, you know, a lot of family members and whatnot. She grew up around here. In between court side changes, she it was so hot, she went and got bottles of water to take to her family members. She what? would bring them. She'd bring the bottles of water over, give them to Chris Eubanks, and Chris was giving them to family. I said she's playing. She's playing the match, and she's making sure everybody stays cool and refreshed uh, out there and <laughs> hydrated, right? She's right. thinking about her, her family and whatnot. So it was pretty cool. She also uh, with the Bellwood Bellwood Park, I believe. Um, in um, hold on a second here. Not on this. Yeah, here we go. And went to uh, Brownwood Brownwood Park in Southeast Atlanta, and she went over there and she was part of a groundbreaking uh, ceremony to have some enhancements to that park. That's the park that she grew up playing in right. as a very young child. And while in town, she went to do something uh, to support that area with Atlanta Parks and Rec. So it was great to see her doing some things in the community as well as playing a tennis. Do match. they still do that, whether it's basketball or tennis or whatever, you know, the sport where whoever their uh, rep is, was Nike, Reebok, whoever, will they go out and refurbish that court um, if they have one of those, you know, uh, players in uh, part of their stable? Because I remember, I've, geez, they've been doing a basketball course for years. Yeah, but it yeah. seemed like they stopped for a minute. Well, what happened, they continue to. well, what happened here locally, the Hawks have done that. The Hawks have really taken it on themselves to do courts, outdoor courts uh, at parks and recreation centers around uh, the metro Atlanta area. So if you go, you see some of these courts all decked out in, in Hawks colors uh, mm-hmm. that they've done very nicely with the parks and recreation, not only just city of Atlanta, but outside the city as well. So that's something that they did. And also, um, while planting his matches, Chris Eubanks had a very special guest. Another Westlake High School alum, Cam Newton, came to see him play. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you had two of Westlake High School's finest. Once again, we just talked to Coach Dixon. We talked about the talent that comes from that part of town. Here are two men from that part of town as well uh, who shined on the biggest stage, and uh, it was great to see. Unfortunately, Chris's run came to an end last night. He lost in the quarterfinals. But at the, by the matter of fact that he was here, Ranked just outside of number 30 when the new rankings come out tomorrow on Monday, he should be inside the top 30 in the world. Uh, as really, he is, yeah, and he should he shouldn't move up that much. And so, it's great to see 
a tremendous week for him, but the tournament continues uh, today over at Atlantic Station, and the finals are coming up tomorrow. People want to get out and catch some of the top tennis players as they get set for the U.S. Open. Uh, that's happening at, uh, you know, at Atlantic Station today. Two Look questions. At- Where was he ranked before this? Because when you said top 30, for whatever reason – I'm thinking that he should have been higher, but then again, I didn't know where he was ranked before this Wimbledon uh, run. Oh well, he he just cracked the top 100 back in the spring. Okay, so he made a he made so, a so, big jump. So he's made he's made a tremendous jump this calendar year. Okay, uh, just tremendous jump, and you know, more of the people up top got to drop down, and you know, you still got people like your friend who stays up at the top there. So I mean, if those folks up in the top 10 aren't really going anywhere. It's hard to make a climb up. But he's been able to do that so far just with a steady progression. And let's see what happens next week up in uh, Washington, D.C. That's the next stop for the uh, men's tour. Okay. Um, now, now, two things. Mr. Crenshaw is being kind of funny. He's talking about Joker when he talks about my friend, for those yeah, who yeah, don't listen to the he's, show he's, 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 on a regular basis. Now, I'm just, just clarifying some stuff. Okay. All right. But I would like you to also take – and you didn't expect me to do this, but we should do it anyway. We had Our, our guest last week was uh, – I love it, Mr. Baden. Ledbedev comes out when he with his Australian accent, and he yeah. uh, Peter Ledbedev. But talk about uh, as the executive director, what sort of show he put on for everybody last week, and how proud he should be of his staff. Well, the show isn't over now; it's still well, going on. Well, no, but on. I'm saying since we've had him on, yeah, it, it, uh, I mean they they worked tirelessly. Last night they had a little bit of a rain delay with the lightning that came through the area, um, and you know it delayed the start of the Braves game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, there've been activities to go on all week. College night. Uh, women's special, different things for the community, high school day. Um, and there's always different things and uh, interactions that go on along with the tennis. You come for a tennis tournament and you see so much more. And right. so he and uh, his staff have done a tremendous job with the uh, with the Atlanta Open and look forward to seeing them uh, sometime later on today. Uh, a couple of co- college, a couple of other football notes. Um, let's see, Sunbelt Conference had their preseason uh, predictions down in New Orleans this week, the East goes to uh, James Madison. App State not picked to be number one this time. Number two, Coastal Carolina, three. Georgia Southern, five. Georgia State, six in the East. And so we see what happens uh, with that. But the reason why, and the SWAC had their preseason, uh, Florida A&M over Jackson State in the East and in the West, Southern over Alcorn State. Now, you heard Bethune-Cookman band a moment ago coming back to this break. This week, um, they had the announcement for the MEAC SWAC Challenge. The coaches from South Carolina State and Jackson State were here in town, had a chance to go by and, uh, and, 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 and hear from them. But during that, friend of the show, John Grant, made an announcement, Greg. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, the Celebration Bowl is going to be December 16th, the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Right. On the night before, December 15th, the day before, they're going to have the first ever HBCU National Band Championship. And here's the difference. We've had Battle of the Bands right. for years. We have those. But nobody gets any hardware at those events. They go judging on who's who gets the loudest applause from the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and so-and-so. Says, we'll be bringing this band. And it's basically a band showcase. This is going to be a band championship. Oh. Bands will be monitored throughout the season. They will be ranked. They will be rated. And the top two from the Division Two level, the top two from the Division One level, will come to Atlanta, put on a show, and the winner will get – the hardware, and so um, that, that's the thing. When we talk about the Division One level, we're talking about your Florida A and M's, you know, your, your Grambling's, your Jackson States, you know, your Bethune Cookman's. You talk about Division Two levels, you're talking about your Clark Atlanta or your Virginia Union or your Miles, 
you know, or Albany State, Tuskegee. So, you know, those the, so the, the best from those two levels, two, 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 two bands will come to town and compete for a national band championship the night before uh, the Cricket Celebration Bowl. So that was the big announcement this week. All right, well, at least FAMU's band will get some work in there. Well, they, well they, 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 they got to earn their way here. They gotta, no, but I'm gotta, talking about the pro. They shut everything down there. Was it last week? What? Uh, they, no, they, they no little, well, little, for the football, football Yeah, team. yeah, for the football program. That's the folk in the locker room wasn't supposed to be there. That's right. That's right. You got. Yeah. You don't want to be Hollywood. You got to ask for permission first. You, you know, you got to make sure the right people know before you do stuff like that, right? <laughs> What's the, is there been any update on that? I mean, still yeah, the, no, they, they they open it back up, and some people are going, you know, be suspended for some time. Um, and then that's that's the most of that I've heard from Coach Simmons and uh, the folks down at Florida and them because mm-hmm. I mean it's close practice. Practice is starting here. It's time for practice to start. But, you know, the locker room is something you trust that everybody that's on the team is going to take care of that. That's like your home away from home. Yep. And um, so that's that's something – when something like that happens, you know, some folks got to be held accountable for that. And I don't know what they have to do since, the, you know, the ones who are involved with it. But, uh, right. you know, it, it wasn't a smart idea. Yeah. Uh, Sam McGregor, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I'm going to tell you something, and I'm just going to gloss over it. Well, well, first of all, let, let you finish with the local stuff. And no, you need to get off your chest. Go, go ahead. Did gonna... you think of me when you heard this news this past week about the Atlanta Hawks and where they're going to be playing the game? Yeah, how about that? Why? Why? What's the, it's bad enough when a football team got to go down there. Now you're talking about the bats. How many games are they going to They're not going down there for just one game, right? Well, or is it going to be like a, you know, maybe a cup? They're going to Mexico City. Okay. You know how I feel about Mexico City. Well, folks in Mexico like basketball. I ain't talking about Mexico. I'm talking about that particular city. And and folks end up disappearing down there, you know. And it ain't well, like I they're mean, going to put an expansion team down there. Well, it's not like we're going to come up missing any 6'5", 6'6", 6'8". Hey, hey, hey. Trying to make the game global. The game is global. The game got global a long time ago. Yeah. I just got a problem. I mean, listen, you got, you have – is there a league down there that I'm missing? A basketball oh. league in Mexico oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that is that is producing NBA level talent that won't get here that isn't somehow connected with the craziness that's going on down there because every time somebody gets some prominence coming out of that area something happens to either them or their family because some people as you just said some folks got to make sure they get taken care of if this is going to happen I I could be completely off base I just I that's just an area I'm not I'm not cool with man as far as Going down there, making it seem like you are going to invest more than what your this particular game is is bringing there. Like, oh, hey, let's think about going and and and, and starting something in Mexico City. And I just don't see that happening. And I, I ain't the only one. There's people who got places, you know, problems with other places that they play professional sports that teams have gone to. This is mine, and I love me some Mexico to go visit. I just that particular city, man. It's just I just I ain't comfortable. I don't want you going there. I don't want Max going there. Well, they just going there to have some fun. They're gonna play a game and they're gonna get on the plane and come back. I hope they do. I hope it's a great matchup. I'm always, Wait, you know, you, you do know where my uh, cruise is going to. It ain't going to Mexico City. There, I don't think there's a beach there. Oh no, just uh, just the country <laughs> itself. Yeah, I've gone down there dozens of times. Had a great time. It's just, my only thing is just that one particular area that's noted for. Something other than people having a great time. You know, things happen there. Well, 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 you know, we'll, we'll, we'll ask our next guest, because I'm pretty sure he's been there. We'll find out. See if he wants to get a summer home there or winter home.
Anyway, we got Jason Luxor getting us ready for Atlanta United. He is joining us next. It is Sam and Greg on a sort of an abbreviated version of Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you in the Odyssey app. Game.com. Sam and Greg on this July 29th. I feel like this is the anniversary of something. It wasn't the Olympics when they started, but I just feel like, and I'm looking through stuff and I'm not finding anything out. I thought this was the anniversary of something bigger, but I'm not done looking. Anyway, Sam and Greg on this uh, this Saturday morning. I'm going to be with you tomorrow for our full four hours. Today, we've got a kind of condensed version. We're going to turn things over to Dylan Matthews, top of the hour. Um, and I apologize because I know Jason's on with us. And if I if I'd have thought about it, I'd have got something like you know some kind of Foo Fighters or some sort of uh, you know alternative music for him. And Jason, I think is he's at the point too where he should let us know what sort of intro song he 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 should have. He'd like. Yeah. Yeah. He's been with, and he's gonna be filling in, you know, a little bit helping us out here. You know, he's the fifth Beatle, so we should ask him. That. Anyway, I good to morning, call my man. Got an intro music now? Part well, only special people. And you are okay. in that category with us. You're special. Well, I appreciate that. And there's only a few guys. I think this all started with uh, Russell Baxter. He picked some Supreme song of all. This is our football guy picks a Supreme song. And then, no, I'm sorry, D-Led. D. Orlando Ledbetter. And then it was, you know, we've got like five people who have their own intro. And I want you to think about it. And it will be your song. Okay. I all can right. do this. All right, man. Listen, I, even I, I, I thought about the next time I talk to you and waiting to hear how you have talked about uh, that match down there in Miami and, and, and Messi and just – we haven't had a chance to ask you. First of all, I want to ask you, what was the atmosphere like for you guys when you got you and Mike and the rest of the team? But for it, you, It was fascinating. Like, I mean, we've been to, to Fort Lauderdale for games against Inter-Miami before, and it's – Look, it's a temporary stadium. They're going to build a stadium, and they're they're in the process of doing that in in Miami, the old Melrose Golf Course near the Miami International Airport. It's going to be a, a beautiful venue. Can't wait to see it. So this is a temporary stadium, uh, the site of the old Lockhart Stadium, which was a a high school football stadium that they they expanded for the old Fort Lauderdale Strikers. The Miami Fusion played there. This is a it's a nice venue for what it is. But in the past, you know, you go down there for games and, uh, you know, decent crowd, but nothing special. And the vibe is, is pretty good. I like their their supporter section, like atmosphere. It has a very South American feel, a little bit different than some other places in the league. But it feels good. In, in this one on Tuesday, it felt like you were going to, like, the coolest party in town. Like, it had a very big party atmosphere. From the minute we got there and we got to the stadium early to get set up for everything, people everywhere, music everywhere. I mean, it was just a really big time party vibe. It wasn't. It didn't have the intensity like the like I think we're going to see tonight with Atlanta and Cruz Azul. It had that party atmosphere. And look, when then you score early and then score often in the first half, the party keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. Proved not to be much fun. Folks are spending time on the wait for it.com hotline. 
with Jason Longshore. He is social. You can find him on Twitter. Well, what was Twitter? Uh, at Ed Longshoe. <laughs> at Ed Longshoe. Uh, Jason, talk about that uh, coming from that atmosphere, coming back. What was the what was the flight like coming back, man? That had to be. I don't know. Do, do you just kind of quickly flush that, or is that something that lingers with this team? I think we're going to find out tonight. Like it, it's tough to tell after something like that because you just don't have that kind of an experience very often because the result is only part of it and it's a huge part of it but when you're playing against someone like Lionel Messi who I mean very well when all is said and done and people will argue it because people argue everything he might be the best player to ever play the game I mean he's you can make that argument and it's hard to argue against it and he's also right now maybe the best player in the world and that's never happened in the United States in the sport to have that guy at this level playing in this league. We've had Pelé in the North American Soccer League. He had basically retired for a year before coming to join the New York Cosmos. Uh, we had Beckham come, and Beckham's a great player, but Beckham wasn't seen as the best player in the world at his peak. He was a great player and a famous player. Messi is that combination of you know, maybe the the most known athlete worldwide and playing at a level that I don't care how old he is, he's still that guy. So you, you kind of get to this point of you're you're frustrated about the result, you're disappointed in how you managed certain moments of the game, but then you also tip your cap to that and you move on. So I want to see how this team looks today early because tonight is just a, such a different game. You're playing a team in Cruz Azul from Mexico who hasn't won in five. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with all of the tabloid issues in Mexico right now, the conversations about if, if Tuca Ferretti, their legendary coach, if he doesn't get a win, he, he's either going to resign or get fired or they might have a race to see who does what first. It's, it's a game with a lot on the line because it's a must-win game to continue in this tournament. So, like, where that one on Tuesday had kind of an un, like, a party vibe coming in, and then it gets out of hand in terms of the result. This one, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a very intense game. I think the tackles are going to be flying. I think it's going to be physical. It's going to have a completely different feel to it. Jason Longsword joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. I was really looking forward, but he said the name a couple times. But I was really looking forward to Sam and Preston Jason with me pronouncing the name of this team they're playing here. You know, Cruz Azul. And, and, oh, this but, is an easy one. Come on, yeah, come on, Greg. Well, I just, not for me. You know, I just had to, I had to say a couple <laughs> times. I just wanted an impression any way I could find. But, um, and you touched on them a little bit. But when I think about everything that you said, because I was going to ask you to talk about this team, what we should know about them, but they have been on the schneid. They have not gotten off. And I just think that this matchup is going to be interesting. And there's going to be some stuff that you would obviously notice that I would notice and would notice more than me. But here's what I take away is you got a team with a chip on the shoulder because they haven't won in five. You got another team with a big chip on the shoulder because they got embarrassed on a national stage. I guess any Miami match is going to be on a national stage now, uh, international, if you will. So (laughs) both of them come in. 
it, it, it's almost like the first inning of a World Series game or a Super Bowl, Sam, where people are just on fuel. There's just too much energy, and they got to calm down for a little bit. Is that kind of what you're expecting tonight, Jason? Yeah, it could be. And, and I would actually argue on the Atlanta side, don't calm down. And, and that's what maybe was lacking at times against Miami. And I mentioned it in the postgame show. Like, I think Atlanta has been at their best over these past couple of years when they've been a little physical, a little a little more intimidating. And, and if that means you're, you're amped up and you go flying into a tackle and you send somebody, send somebody flying, then that's what you got to do. Like, you have to change the energy in a positive way. Maybe intimidate the opposition by going in strong for a tackle. Maybe get the crowd roaring a little bit when you go flying in for a tackle. I think you need that amped up vibe. Now, you have to keep it in check in certain moments. And I think in the offensive end, this team on Tuesday created chances. They, they, they had opportunities, and they didn't take advantage. And you go back to the very beginning. The pass wasn't quick enough. Yorgos Yakamakis is a step offside. Atlanta scored first, correctly brought back because of, of Yakamakis being offside. First Lennon hits the post after Messi scores the first goal. If you convert on your opportunities, it could be a very different night. So in the offensive third, you've got to slow down and make the right decisions and convert. In the middle third, you've got to be aggressive, knock guys over, be physical, win the 50-50 balls. You've got to play that way tonight to send that message. Spending time on the waypoint.com outline with Jason Longshore. He and Mike Conti will be on the call tonight, and hopefully we get a boom, Yakamakas, and, and, and we get to keep it uh, tonight <laughs> in front of a loud, raucous crowd over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, for Atlanta United, talk about having Yakamaka's back. I mean, that, that's 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 um, he's been on the you know been on the shelf a little bit, gradually making his way back. You know, talk about his status uh, being back for this team. I'd say he's about ninety minutes fit now, and with this being a, a must-win game, barring aggravating any any kind of injury with the hamstring, I think he's able to go the full ninety. Um, he was substituted in the second half on Tuesday, I think, because you have to start looking ahead when it's 4-0 at that point because you know what's coming. It's, it's a must-win game the following up on the Saturday. He's in a, a really good spot, I think, in, in terms of starting to connect to this group. I think trying to really adapt his game to the style of players around him. You know, If you, if you look at the Scottish League where he came from, little more of an aerial game, a lot more crosses, and he's – it's a little – not always say simpler, but you're looking for the same types of opportunities in in the Scottish League. Now, Celtic, the team he came from, plays a style that's somewhat similar to Atlanta United, but they're going to get wide. They're going to put those crosses in. Atlanta's going to play through the middle more, and I hope that they do that tonight because I think that's where they're at their best. When you get the ball at Thiago Almada's feet, and he's able to pick that pass, that through ball. The goal in Chicago, where Yakimakis basically like walks the tightrope to stay onside and then breaks in perfectly timed, the ball from Almada perfectly delivered. That's the goal that I think this team has to work to create more of, because that suits Thiago Almada's game with his playmaking, and it suits Yakimakis' game. 
and they lost that a little bit with the the long-term injury with Yakimakis and getting him back into the flow. That's the kind of goal that I hope they can find more because that's the backbreaker for teams. When he can get on in, in timed and synced up right with Tiago Almada, I think this team can be really dangerous in the attack. Jason, you know, the, the education of Greg when it comes to soccer continues, and I listen to you, and then you say certain things that brings on questions for me, and, and this is one of them. Because, again, I apply my trying to understand this to other sports. And matchups is a, te- is a word that you hear a lot when you talk about professional teams. What's the kind of team that gives Atlanta United troubles? You talked about what you think they should do going up the middle and all the other stuff that you said. But who's that, what's that type of team that does X that gives Atlanta United headaches? It's funny. It's a really good question. Uh, I think in the, in the past, the team that would give Atlanta problems were the Red Bulls, Philadelphia, the teams that would press. And, and basically, if you want to go basketball in terms of thinking about this, teams that would play a full court press, that would give Atlanta problems. It would be very disruptive to Atlanta on the ball, building up the play. I think the current construction of Atlanta United, you have better ball players. You have more technical players. So they can deal with that pretty well. The teams that give Atlanta trouble right now, in my opinion, are the ones who are comfortable defending with numbers behind the ball. So if they defend with seven, if they defend with eight, and then are very good in transition moments and breaking out. If you look at the goals Atlanta United's conceded and you take away just individual mistakes, which is is a big part of it, the area where they've conceded the most is in those transition moments where they're not set defensively because they've been attacking, ball turns over, and the opposition is able to break out quickly on a counterattack. Atlanta's got to be careful in those moments and figure out how to deal with them better. And, and I think one of the things they need to do better is foul to break the play up. But that's what's giving Atlanta trouble this year. And you look at the goals Miami scored, quite a few of them were in transition. That is true. That is true. But that's what we don't want to see tonight. Uh, I think our pregame is at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7 tonight. Is that right? Correct. That is correct. You're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you tune in. Uh, if you're not going to be watching, at least tune in and, and see if we get to hear Boom Yakamaka. We'll just get to hear Mike Conti with a goal. We just want <laughs> really? a goal. We, right. we want a goal right now, <laughs> you know, uh, and just to hear him on the call and just hear that come through his voice and you guys and on the way to a good outcome. So that's what we're looking for. That's what we're listening for. That people head over there tonight, uh, get behind this team, and let's get, them, let's, let's get that win. They really need – a positive outcome in this one, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get out them tailgating early, too. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one, too, because you're going to have a few thousand Cruz Azul fans in the building, too. So there's going to be a really good vibe in this one. Um, a lot of intensity. It's going to feel like a playoff game. Let me ask you quickly, Women's World Cup, right quick. Your thoughts on what you've seen so far? It's been a fun tournament right now. France and Brazil won one in a really good game late in the second half. The U.S. has a really interesting game coming up early Tuesday morning at 3 a.m. They're not locked into the knockout round yet. They're not locked into winning their group. If they win their group, they have a much easier path when you get into the, the round of 16. If they come in second in their group, they would likely face a team that I think they're going to see in the semifinals anyway, but they'd see them in the round of 16 instead in Sweden, one of my upsets kind of teams to watch in, in this tournament. 
it's been a really fun tournament, and it's starting to, to ramp up as we get late into the group stage. Is it Vietnam they're playing on Tuesday? No, Portugal. No, it's Portugal. Portugal. Okay, gotcha. I'm thinking Vietnam. Yep. Yeah, no, they're a tricky one. Portugal's a, a very good new team in the World Cup. It's not going to be an easy one. All right, all right, Jason, we'll be watching for that. As always, thank you, buddy, and I appreciate it. And I love hearing him. So you hear that same? He said, "Good question." So yeah, I'm paying attention. You know, get a little <laughs> feedback from my man here. I couldn't feel more special. Uh, have a great call tonight, buddy, and thank you as always. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. There you go, Jason Longshore joining uh, Sam and Greg here. We are going to turn things over to Dylan Matthews. Uh, hometown take coming up top of the hour here. We've got a little bit of unfinished business we want to get to. And I'm going to hear from Max once again. I think there was something that Max wanted to get out there. And I, I do want to hear, and we've got some sound from Falcons camp, um, something that Cordell Patterson said talking about um, his thoughts on our number one pick. You might have to hit the dump button, but it's, it's worthy, okay. We're all right. Playing. That's coming up here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929 It's Sam and Greg. It's a Saturday morning. It's the 29th day of July. Hope you guys are doing all right. Had a wonderful week. Thank you again for letting us be a part of your Saturday and Sunday morning. Where everybody's opening act. We get you started here locally. What's going on? Today it's an abbreviated version, but you still got us. And then tomorrow, well, it's a full ride. And I, I said this earlier, uh, Sam and I, we have a very special show tomorrow. Correct, Ms. Crenshaw? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure you guys tune in. Um, we're just, it's a special show overall. So, so I'm going to leave it at that. Don't want to tease anything more. Um, also, we're going to do our story of the week tomorrow. Let's just, let's just, because there's, there's just we, some things we want to get to. I really want to hear some sound from last week's Falcons camp. And one of the things that I had heard about that somebody put a, uh, put a microphone in front of Cordell Patterson and he started talking about his running back. The other running back, the rookie, the number one pick, and his thoughts on Bijan. He haven't changed at all, man. Like I said, probably at OTAs, man, his, his faith is, you know, it, it's so strong, you know, the way he believes in God and stuff, and he's a f***ing awesome football player, you know, and he's just great, man. I'm just excited, you know, can't wait to get the whole team together, not just one player, you know, Tyler, you know, Keith, and you know, all the young running backs, you know, and just everybody, man, just, just ready to work. Making us hit the dumb button. Yeah, he just went a little everywhere with that, didn't he? <laughs> he just he 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 went a little everywhere. That's okay. That's, that's kinda, what you want to hear, right? Well, that's kind of what he does. But uh, but yeah, man, he he went everywhere on that one. Uh, so listen, I don't know if you got a chance to go out to see you guys get you know with these credentials. I don't have the credentials that you have, and I didn't. Of course, you between Atlanta, the Atlanta Open, and you know we had a bunch of folks out there anyway. Covering, of course, you know, 92-9 the game. We're all over Falcons training camp, and we'll continue to uh, as we get ready for this upcoming season. But I didn't know if you had a chance to physically get out there. Now, this is, uh, I'll, 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 get out, I'll get out next week. Okay. All right. Well, we got sound. Again, we'll be, we'll be playing more sound from Cordell uh, Patterson throughout the day. But also, Arthur Smith, we heard earlier him talking about team identity. But one of the other comments we got from uh, Coach Smith was talking about the team expectations. Uh, hopefully, Max got a chance to uh, 
grab that one for us and throw it out here. I think every team you've got is going to be every team be different. Um, certainly, we're we're not dealing with some of the same obstacles or challenges that we've had, and you're at a different point in the program. But your expectations need to be high every year, and you've got to prove that. Whether you're coming off a, a Super Bowl win or you're you're coming off a crappy season, when you're coming in here, you've got to earn that. Every team's going to be different, uh, no matter how many players you bring back, or you know, new players. Every team's it's you know it's going to have its own story, and that's the hardest thing. Not only is it achieve success. NFL, but you've got a lot of respect for people that sustain success. Uh, obviously, we need to, you know, our goal every year has been, no matter who we've had here or what, what the challenge has been, we've tried to fight like hell to get into the playoffs. Um, but certainly, that nobody's going to have higher expectations than I do for, for this team and myself. There you go, Sam. Oh, yeah. Just saying all the right things right now, but again, he is, he is, this, this is his now. There's no more old last year still getting rid of some of the old regime. This is his from top, from soup to nuts. And, and so was last year to some extent, but now you've got the new quarterback. He's had, you know, some time under him to get knocked around. How are you feeling about going into the they, season? They spent, as long as everybody stays healthy, man. They've been able to spend some cash this year. You know, they were kind of, their hands were tied last season. It's what they were, any kind of additions they were able to make and, this season, off season, they went out and, you know, stocked the team with some proven talent, um, you know, bringing some new young players in with the draft. And, you know, you want to know who wants to be here, who wants to be a part of the success that's going to come here. And that's what you see more of in the OTAs, the dedication, everybody's showing up. And now, you know, the, the real test comes. The real tests are coming here in training camp. And, and so I'm excited about what's happening with this team. I really think this team can have a really good season. You know, win a division. We just step up is there yeah. for the taking. Just step up, you step up there the first two or three weeks and say, look, we want it. We're going to take it. And I think you set the tone with that, really, from the very first game, which is against a division opponent. I'm going to say something out loud that you ain't going to believe if this was, you know, you put me in a DeLorean and go back a few years. But given the news we heard this past week, Bryce Young has got the keys of the car in Carolina. They're just going to throw him out there. All right. Yeah. We, that's going to be interesting in and of itself. I see a win there. I also see a win. I'm confident that I see a win up in Green Bay. Well, that's going to be here. I, I thought it was, I'm looking at what looks like at Green Bay. And that's oh, here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So it was, I, I'm looking at what's next. Yeah. And this is the one that makes me think of you. So Green Bay here looking for a win, but it's at Detroit. Well, they ought to beat them just on general principle. Well, no, see, they ain't gonna be, they're not playing with pump, cold pumpkin pie. This is the team that everybody's talking about. See, this division now, the North, is – look, at Vikings have been there, but they really – you know, they're a playoff team. they got, like, warning track power. And nobody's real scared of them. And, and Detroit was the darlings last year and ascended. And if you want to believe everything that you've read, these guys are going to make the biggest noise in that division. So that's the one that, to me, is going to be the test of these first few uh, games. And then you got Jacksonville coming here, and we saw with that, how they ascended last year. So it's oh, yeah. games three and four, to me, they're going to be the test for this team. Like I said, as long as everybody stays healthy. I think so, too. You know, like I said, you get to set the tone early and show people what you want to do. Like I said, we have a division that's there for the taking, and I think you start with week one. And just, you know, keep you know keep going from there. You know, the Packers are going to come out and play. They got a new starting quarterback. So, you're facing some new starting QBs, you know, in your first two games. That's why, you know, you snatch them. Snatch the, go get well on those teams that are trying to get back to where they were. 
and and this is the perfect time to do it because who do we talk about, you know, giving the Falcons any sort of noise in this division? You scared of New Orleans? I ain't scared of nothing having to do with Derek Carr and then, you know, Tampa Bay? Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm asking. I mean, do, who steps out to you saying, okay, these guys are going to give – I have a feeling, and if I feel like the Falcons are going to win it, this is the team that's going to give them the challenge, give them the biggest noise. And and I, you got to grasp for one. Yeah, absolutely. To but me. like I said, it's there for the taking. And uh, that's why you want to get off to a good start. You want to go through the process of what you do in the next few weeks, test some people, you know, shape your – continue to shape your culture – your identity, as Coach likes to say. Continue to shape those things, but make sure you got the right people in place. And then come out that first week, man, and show. And show everybody. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Again, uh, Dylan Matthews is going to take over top of the hour here. What did you think about uh, Sean Payton this past week and him popping up? I, I look at that dude, I listen to him, and I think to myself, okay, Max, your whole generation, you guys never got a chance to see Bob. Bill Parcells and Mike Ditka, this is about as close as you're going to get to, to the, yeah. that sort of mentality on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Is that accurate? That sounds pretty, 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 pretty spot on. I mean, he said something this week, but then he's kind of reeling it back in now. He started trying to reel it back in, but I think just his true feelings just kind of came out and saying and saying what he said. But he now he's trying to backtrack some of that. We'll see how well that goes over. Well, you know what they say. You know, when, when a person tells you who they are, you got to believe them. And that's what when, before he came back and tried to pull things back in. I mean, it was you. You know, this is a this is the, from the Bill Parcells uh, Bill Parcells tree. This is this is one hundred and one. And and the thing that made it Parcells like was it was unnecessary. It was completely unnecessary. You didn't have to say it, and it did kind of come off like okay, we're gonna do this this year. But if it don't work, it's them dudes' fault. But the fact that he said something really curt that he didn't have to. That's what made it art. And yep. that's what reminded me of the, 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 the Molo guys. <laughs> Sam McGregor, that's radio, 92.9game.com. Again, want to thank um, uh, Jason Longshore for joining us this morning. And Coach Dixon. Yep. Coach Dixon from uh, Creekside. And, and them guys going to put some miles on, on the tread this year. And going to New Jersey and then going go coast to coast, then going to California. Going to California, man. I mean, I mean, there's not more teams doing that. Or Creekside, some of those, that, it's, it's happening with more teams. You know, all, all, all are not doing it. No, and no and you, you got to have a little bit of a reputation, you know, in order to be invited to play some of those teams. Because those teams, you know, a modern day, they want to play somebody because they're was where they're ranked and where they're always shown in rankings like USA Today. So they don't want to play somebody that's, you know, that's a pushover. They want to play somebody that's going to come out and give them a fight. The the the, the mere fact that they have them on the schedule shows a lot of respect for what they expect from uh, from the Creekside program. And so I, I think that's pretty cool that, they, that they're getting that. Also, earlier in the show, talked about the Braves uh, just taking game one against Milwaukee at 7.30. First pitch tonight. Uh, let's get well on these guys. But the, the ebb and flow, the, the couple will uh, couple wins here, a couple losses there, kind of putting Boston in that road trip behind you. But I think with a 10-game lead above Philadelphia, and the, the Mets have basically just, you know, they've given well, they, they, they made Marlins. A, yeah, they made a trade, and Max Scherzer's not happy. No, he's not. They got rid of their closer. Sent, in yeah. fact, sent him to Miami, who's sitting a half game behind Philadelphia. So this gives Brian Snicker a chance to, to, to do some things with this team. 
I have to apologize. I, I mean, I apologize so much, but just say I was wrong about something. I, and I just, I just didn't realize the severity of how that hamstring was hampering Eddie uh, Rosario. And, you know, I'm talking about putting him in trade bait and all that sort of stuff, and I should have just taken a step back. And so I was acting like fanboy, and then my baseball knowledge kicked in and watching this guy gut it out and, and, and looking at him differently. So, yeah, I, I needed to take a back seat. I shouldn't have come down on the way he was. Because it's not about the stick. It's just when that's gone, it just affects everything. And, yeah, he's still not back to where he was, but I'm not ready to get this. I'm not ready to close the door on him right now. So Okay. Because you were pretty adamant about I that. I was. I really was. But, see, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good man who takes a chance and just realizes I was wrong. I was wrong about that. I needed to take a step back and, and, and reassess my evaluation. Yeah. Bryce Elder gets a start for the Braves tonight. Former Brave Julio Tehran, welcome back to Atlanta. Uh, it's going to start for the Brewers. So let's see if uh, Elder can pick up win number eight on the season, if he can get it tonight. All right. Well, I hear the music. Max, thank you earlier for the uh, update. Again, who's going at it tonight? Dustin Poirier and Gaethje. You have Pereira. You have Spence. You have Crawford. There's no reason why you can't watch fights tonight. <laughs> or Sopranos. Or the Sopranos. Well, that's a tease for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We got a special show tomorrow. We got a very special show. You're going to have to tune in and find out why. But uh, looking forward to it. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you for uh, letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. And again, tomorrow, Sunday mornings. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.